0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Off the Books Podcast. I am Taylor.
1: And I am now officially known as the Holy Father, Brandon Humerick. That's right. I have officially been ordained by the Universal Life Church. So if any of you out there would like to have one of your favorite podcast hosts, do your wedding (laughs) or help you renew your vows i am your person
0: he it will be cheap and he will be drunk can you marry me
1: absolutely thank god there is no doubt in my mind about that yes i was getting worried for a second oh i darling i told you earlier that yes is the answer Mm. it's only going to cost you 25 dollars for a case of beer
0: you know, I feel like the case of beer would be cheaper.
1: Possibly, depending on <laughs> on the <laughs> on the type and how much. Yes.
0: Yes. Cheers to
1: that. Mm-hmm. So, this week we are talking about a New York Times bestseller. Boop, boop. We are talking about a book series that was taken and turned by those devious minds over there at Netflix Mm -hmm. into an award-winning hit series on their network. Whoop, whoop. We are talking about the Saxon stories. And we are talking about the... Specifically, we are talking about the first book in that series, The Last Kingdom.
0: Which is the Netflix series that you can go ahead and watch now.
1: By the same name. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Excellent series. Oh, it's one of my favorites. Mm Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorites. I
0: need to... I actually want to... Watch it, cause um, the guy the guy in the first photo looks hot.
1: Oh, the guy that plays Utrid. Yeah. 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 I don't even know who who plays him. Honestly.
0: He he's very good looking. And yes, people, that is all I'm going off on.
1: Yeah, that's that's that sounds about right. Yeah. That sounds about right. So, shall I get into the synopsis of this?
0: Shall I compare these two a summer's day? No, a summer's day is not a bitch. Continue.
1: But I'm bright, shining, and warm like a summer's day. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Proceed. <laughs> so, The Last Kingdom is written by Bernard Cornwell, who was a, as I said, is a New York Times bestselling author, um, who, whom the Washington Post calls perhaps the greatest writer of historical adventure novels today. Yes. That's interesting. So, I will proceed then. Please. In in AD 866, Utrid, a boy of ten, he's actually nine, mm-hmm. and the son of a nobleman is captured in the same battle that leaves his father dead. His captor is the Earl Ragnar, a Danish chieftain who raises the boy as his own teaching him the viking ways of war as a young man expected to partake in raids and bloody massacres of the english he grapples with divided loyalties torn between ragnar the warrior he loves like a father and alfred whose piety and introspection leaves him cold it takes it takes a terrible slaughter and the unexpected joys of marriage for Utred to discover his true alight allegiance 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 <laughs> allegiance and to rise to his greatest challenge noise yes so before we get into this i want to ask you this question i nearly did a few minutes ago mm-hmm. how did you did because you didn't finish this but you read a, a, a little bit of it at least yes that is correct. because there, there and i get that there's a lot of names that are in like Anglo Saxon, Saxon English, mm-hmm. um, like like Uhtred. You yeah. don't, you're not running into a whole lot of Uhtreds anymore.
0: No, and I would have finished this book, but a lot was going on this week.
1: Well, there was a lot going on. There's a week. lot
0: of a uh, lot of shit.
1: But did you like how this book was written? Kind of how it's it's Utred at the end of his life, looking back, like kind of at his life mm-hmm. and almost like writing an autobiography.
0: I did like it. I thought the the writer was is a, a good writer. I did find it funny though in the very beginning in the in the prologue, how he's like, I am Utrid, the son of Utrid, and the son son of Utrid and his father Utrid. <laughs> and I'm like, Mm hmm. Ah, buddy boy. So how many Utrids do there have to be?
1: So there is a reason for that.
0: There is, but can't you just do it by like a last name like normal people
1: but see you know what his last name would be Utrid. his name would be Utrid Utridsen. fucking hell because at that point in history the way you got your last like you had a family name mm-hmm. but that wasn't your last name
0: that's fucked up
1: your last name would be your father's name and then either son or doter if you were a girl, he she would have been Utridoter. But because he was a male, it was Utrid Utredson. Which is why once once he gets with with Ragnar, mm-hmm. he takes on the name of Ragnarsson. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: It got okay. Because
1: his family name is of Bebenberg. Yeah. Of Bebenberg is his family name.
0: I mean, I'm t- Taylor Frederick. I feel like that works.
1: Well, technically you would be Taylor of Thurmont because that's where you were born and raised. And that's where your family originally is. But I no. was born in Frederick. But you're actually, it would go by your family name and your parents are of Damascus. So you'd be Taylor of Damascus. Mm. You would be Taylor Scott Dotor of Damascus.
0: I hate that. <laughs> <It's just laughs> no offense to my father, but that is—I already look enough like him. Um, we don't—I don't need his name. <laughs> I don't need to be Scott.
1: So, I think this is the shortest book that we have done outside of our I think Agreed. I think our frita might—it's very close between the two. Mm-hmm. But maybe ter- by
0: like thirty pages or so.
1: In terms of audible hours, this is the shortest one we've done because our frita is not an audible. Mm-hmm. This, this but, was five and a half hours in Audible.
0: And this one was only 11 chapters, which I'm I'm very upset that I, I couldn't finish it. But I yeah. actually, I will finish it this weekend. And yeah. I'll, I'll have a better understanding.
1: But this is the first of 13 books. Yeah. I'm currently in the middle of book nine.
0: I'm excited for you.
1: And I've also got book, I've, I've already bought book 10.
0: Pre-ordered or is it?
1: Oh, no. Well, all of them are on Audible.
0: Oh, okay. They're all the, out.
1: The last book came out in 2020.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought I did look that up. Okay. The,
1: the one I'm currently listening to, which is, uh, I want to say it's The Pagan Lord, mm-hmm. came out in 2014. Okay. Yeah. The fir- uh, this first book came out in 2004. Yeah, I did So see it's that. been out for almost 20 years. Yeah. So this man, uh, Bernard Cornwall Cornwell. Cornwell um, supposedly wrote this book uh, based on some of the exploits of some of his ancestors really yes
0: that's cool yeah i yeah. will take that i'll yeah. take a cute little family history lesson yeah
1: right mhm so um we'll get into it
0: let's let's just dive right in
1: we're going to dive off of the cliffs of beppenberg into mm-hmm. the ocean into the mouth of the river <laughs> We haven't gotten to a Mouth of the River yet. Just wait. I'm sorry. Though I will say I'm this. I'm jumpy. <laughs> the Humber runs very close to Bebbenburg, and the Mouth of the River empties I into did. the ocean close to Bebbenburg. <laughs> so you could say that Bebbenberg is at the Mouth of the, the river. river.
0: I say that with so much sarcasm. Mouth of it. the River. I fucking hate it. But continue, please.
1: Don't be a Mouth of the River, you Mouth of the River.
0: Okay, Mouth of the River.
1: Do you want a mouth of the river off with me right now? No. Because I will mouth of the river you off.
0: let's just continue. to <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Father, please. <laughs>
1: Thank you, my child. By the, Son, by the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I have been blessed. <laughs> Actually, I think I'm gonna have to change that for myself and be the ma- the Father, the Son, and the mouth of the river. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was just us high-fiving
1: because that was way too good. <laughs> oh, my God. So, our main character, Uhtred, is actually known by another name at the beginning of this book. He is Osbert. Osbert is nine years old. He is the second son of Elderman Uhtred, who was the lord of Bebenburg at the time, mm-hmm. which is in Northumbria, which is very close to the Scottish Border. Gotcha. Yes. Um, U- Osbert is out with his older brother Uhtred and his father Uhtred and his uncle Elfric mm-hmm. and some of their retainers hunting. They're falconing. They're fal- falconing. They're falconing. Falconing. I feel like I need to say it with a little bit of an accent. They're falconing. falconing. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be a little little high class, some, some pinky up action. <laughs> The falconing. <laughs> so they're out falconing. Okay. And they happen to see three ships mm-hmm. sailing up the coast. And they're like, Well, that's fucking weird.
0: Who do I belong to? Yeah.
1: And then they see one dude because these are these are long ships, so they're uh, they're 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 long ships, but they're not long ships, if you get what I mean. Sure. They're long ships in terms of these are like Viking warships. Yeah. With the dragon heads yeah. and like the oars and shit like that. They see a man jump out of the boat onto the oars with a sword out and he runs down the oars and then jumps back into the boat. <laughs> and Osbert, a.k.a. Uhtred, is like, well, that was fucking weird. Yeah. Okay. that's What's uh,
0: going on over there?
1: That was some big dick energy right there. I'm not sure what's going to happen with that. It really was. So these are danes they are, are they're vikings mm-hmm. and i think it's interesting throughout this entire series they call the danes northmen yes even though the danes are from denmark yeah and if anyone has looked at a fucking map denmark is south of england yep i mean it's kind of like east
0: but how i mean at but that it's time, not
1: how would they north live?
0: I mean, how would they know that at this time?
1: They've got fucking cartographers. They well, know where these people know where Rome is. They know where Denmark is. Uh,
0: well, then they need to get their shit together. They
1: do. That is very true. Yeah. So, these Danish Vikings uh, ride up into the shore. U- Osbert, a.k.a. Utred, uh-huh. rides back to Bebenberg with his father, brother, and uncle and their retainers. Uh, his father, the elderman Utred, sends his older brother Utred out to scout these Danes, and he tells him, I, "I need to. If they land on my my soil, I need to know. Mm-hmm. You're not to fight them. You're just to watch them. Yeah, observe. Be back here by by, the, by tonight. Yeah, by midnight. They ride out. Utred never fucking comes back." Mm-hmm. the next day they see Uhtred's horse riding towards the, the which is towards a big,
0: described as a big fucking horse and yeah. I I was so excited I was like I need more information on this
1: horse did you did you know that horses sweat yeah because honest to god like I lived with horses at one point but until I read this book I didn't yeah. realize that they actually sweat to the point that it would foam white on them
0: yeah you didn't know that
1: no Bernard Carl. Cornwell is a very descriptive author.
0: I like him a lot. He's I a very
1: good. descriptive author. Like he he describes enough. Like it's very easy to visualize everything that's mm-hmm. going on. Like from from the shield walls that they're fighting in to to Bebbenberg to Winton Sestor, which is Win, Winchester in England. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, a man's riding back on the former. The former son named Uhtred's horse and throws something in front of Bebenberg, It turns out it's Osbert's older brother's head. Turns out he had seen a couple Danes burning down a village, thought, I got I'll a couple. Them. I got like ten dudes here. We can fight these motherfuckers. Well, then the motherfuckers had backup.
0: Motherfuckers laid, laid a trap for them.
1: Yeah, so they slaughtered them. Yeah. So they you know they just kind of raid for a while uh the elderman utrid looks at his son and tells him your name is no longer osbert from this day forward you are now Mm utrid because the the ruler of bebenberg and his heir are always named utrid yeah which is a it's confusing as fuck at times
0: it really is. I mean, we were talking about the same Utrid before we started this, and I'm like, "Yeah, Utrid," and you're like, "No, no, no, different Utrid." And I'm like, "No, no, no, we're talking about the same Utrid," but it took us a minute.
1: Well, we had to, we had to, we had to kind of sync up on our Utrids. We did have to sync up. Yeah, it was an Utrid sync. <laughs> anyway. Oh lordy. Um, so the vikings have invaded northumbria mm-hmm. they take uh Elfwick, which is york in mm-hmm. nowadays um there was current there was a civil war going on in, in northumbria at the time it was ella versus egbert mm-hmm. or no not egbert uh os osbert maybe i don't remember it was Ella versus someone else. They were fighting each other for the crown of Northumbria because they were an independent kingdom at the time. Well, while these two were fighting each other, the Vikings rolled in and took a hmm So these two lords call all of the bannermen of Northumbria, including the elderman Uthred, Uthred, who is about the third strongest lord in the area. Mm-hmm. So, they say, we're going to fight these Danes. We're going to take back Elfawick. And Alderman Uhtred says, Uhtred, my son, you're nine years old. It's time for you to go to war so you can learn.
0: Yeah, but you're not supposed to act on anything. Right. You just watch.
1: We're taking our priest, Father Bayorka. And we're gonna make sure that he stays with you, mm-hmm. so you don't get into the fight. Yep. So they get they get to Elfwick, and they're like, "Oh, these Vikings can't build shit. Mm-hmm. They broke down part of the wall, and they just built put like fucking sticks up, basically. And a heavy wind blew them over. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "That's where we're attacking. We're going right in through that fucking hole. They ain't gonna stop us. They can't. Yep. They can't build shit." And Bjorka's looking at Uhtred like, you know these motherfuckers are like pretty goddamn good at building ships, right? Mm-hmm. A wall's a lot easier to build than a ship. Maybe maybe they did that on purpose because that's where they want us to attack. Nah, 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 nah. That ain't... Go it. through the wall. Go go through the wall. Make, make the boar spear with the shield wall and go through the wall.
0: <laughs> go through the wall.
1: If anyone here knows some football plays, you're basically making a wedge where your whole line goes into a little bit of a triangle and you just hand the ball off to the fullback and he just comes in behind you and then he busts it loose. Anyway, that's what a boar spear is. Yes. Not the actual boar spear. That's what the formation is called. So, they invade Elfwick York. Mm Mm-hmm. Um And then are immediately slaughtered by the Danes. Yep. <laughs> like they
0: but they had like a small victory because they killed they, some Danes. They got it they got into the city
1: and they were like, yeah, yeah, we broke through the wall that blew down. And then they were like, Fuck these motherfuckers can build walls because they built it in the city to fuck mm-hmm. us. Yeah. So uh, they had a little tricky trick. When when Utred saw his father and his father's men enter the city, he was like, We've fucking won. So he rides he gets away from Bayorca, he rides off. He wants to get into the battle. He wants to kill a dane. He you know, he's nine years mm-hmm. old, he's full of gumption. Yeah. And then he hears Bayorca screaming behind him, but he can't really hear him. But he can tell that he's full of terror now. Mm-hmm. Because Danes on the other side of the city have sallied out. Mm-hmm. All on horses. All on horseback and they're going to fight him. So what's Uhtred do? He first of all pisses himself. Mm-hmm. And then pulls out this little little bronze dagger that he's got. It's mm-hmm. so- he calls it a sword. He does. It, it's a butter knife. Yeah. Because he tries to attack Ragnar the Fearless with it and it bends. And he laughs at him. Profusely. Like
0: takes a minute. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Stops and then laughs again
1: to the point that ragnar is nearly pissing himself laughs at him so he tries to attack ragnar again ragnar just knocks the blade out of his hand basically judo chops him in the neck and then takes him off of his horse and throws him over the saddle on his Mm -hmm. and he's like yeah you're gonna come with me because you make me laugh yeah yeah so,
0: and he's like, this is my life now. I'm off, going to get killed. <laughs> off
1: he rides, with with Ragnar being intrigued and amused by the boys attempted to attack on him during the battle. Mm-hmm. He takes him. Um, he takes him into the city of Elfwick after the battle, which his father is killed in. Mm-hmm. Uhtred's father, Uhtred, is killed. So now Uhtred is the rightful heir of Bebenberg. Yes. Because before he and his father left... His father made Uhtred's uncle, which is the alderman Uhtred's brother, uh, Elfric, swear that he would uphold the heir. Yeah. Which he's like, oh, yes. If you die, your son Uhtred will become my lord, and I will serve him well until it is time for him to take the reins and the throne of Bebenberg. And as soon as he finds out his brother's dead, he's like, yeah, you know what? I'm the fucking Elderman now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It was a fuck around and find out type of moment for him, and he mm-hmm. fucked around. And he found out. Yeah. So... Um, so, yeah. Uh, Elfric takes Bebenberg and the title of Elderman for himself, even though Uhtred is the rightful heir. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes... Uhtred is taken by Ragnar to the feast... With all of the high ranking warriors and all mm-hmm. of the, the earls and whatnot that are that are there that night. Um, some dude attempts to piss on Utrud and Ragnar is like, Ha! Bar! Bar! <laughs> like barking at this man. And the dudes is like, Oh shit, uh, I'd like to keep my limbs attached to me, so I'm gonna go on the other side of this building. <laughs> so Ragnar kind of scoops him up. And takes him into the corner and sits him at this table with this blind man. And the blind man's like, what's going on? My name's Raven. That dude's my son. That's Ragnar. I used to be a good warrior, but I'm blind now. So I need some eyes. You tell me what's going on around here. So Utra becomes Raven's eyes. Mm -hmm. And telling him what's going on and all this good shit. Tells him what's going on. He... You know, Ravin tells him about all the people that are there, like Ivar the Boneless, mm-hmm. Uba, uh, U- Uba, Ubar, 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 who was Ivar's brother. Yes. They also have a third brother named Halfdan, but Halfdan's not there yet. Halfdan? Dan. Quarter Dan. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: And I think that's being generous.
0: It really is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about Danny, <sighs> unfortunately. Daniel. Every time, once in a while, when I want to piss her off, I'll call her Danny.
0: That is a good point. Yeah. I, I would like to see that. Can we do that afterwards?
1: We can. Great. I'm going to call her down here, put her on a microphone, be like, yo, <laughs> Danny, what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> what good? <laughs> what good? <laughs> <That's so funny. laughs>
0: what good?
1: <laughs> Anyways. So, uh, Raven tells Uchard that one of the people that is there sitting between Ubar and Ivar. Is Egbert, who was a Northumbrian lord that made peace with the Danes so that they would make him king. Mm-hmm. Even though the Danes rule, he kind of just sits the throne almost as a puppet. Yeah. So Raven tells Utrid as the elderman of Bebenberg, the rightful Alderman of Bebenberg, it's it'd be right for you to go and swear homage to him. Mm-hmm. So he goes, he swears homage to him, and he's just like Egbert's like, well, Lord Uhtred, we shall decide your fate. Motherfucker, I wasn't asking for that shit. <laughs> no. What the fuck is this? So, <laughs> the uh, the non-defeated lords of Northumbria come over the following days to swear loyalty to the new king, Egbert. Mm-hmm. By the way, who the fuck names their kid Egbert?
0: Um, a lot of people, actually, if you hate your fucking kid.
1: Did you ever watch Codename Kids Next Door? Fucking loved that show. Remember the egg dude? That
0: That's was my, all I can think of. That was my that was my show. I liked the girl that had like the the Number three number three Number three. She cookie. had the, the sleeves. Cookie Sambon. The sleeves were over her hand. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, cookie sambon. Yeah.
1: She was so sweet. Yeah. Number one and number five were my my duo. Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. are the two that should have been should have been together instead of three and four. That anyway, we digress. <laughs> we digress. Even though, what was it, number sixty sixty four? Number sixty four had the big crush on number four. The uh, the Scottish chick, the Irish chick. Oh yeah. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I haven't seen that show in for freaking forever. It's because it hasn't been on TV in like ten years, and I used to think I was part of the kid named kids next door. But anyways, yeah. I would have been number nine. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, Lordy. I forget what the fuck I was at. Oh. All these lords from Northumbria are coming to swear homage to the new King Egbert, and who shows up? Ephoric. Utrid's uncle mm-hmm. to swear homage. And one of the people on the Dais with Egbert at the time is Ravin. Yes. And he's like, We've already got a pledge from the rightful the rightful lord of Bebenberg, So what is it to you?
0: Yeah, what are you to us? What are you, what are you to us? Yeah, what, what will you give us that he can't? So
1: Elfric starts, he, he pledges homage, and then he starts to haggle with them mm-hmm. about ransoming Uhtred.
0: Yeah.
1: And Bayorca is with Elfric, and he's like, do not trust your uncle. He will kill you. He wants he wants the throne of Babenberg for himself. Yeah,
0: which makes sense. I mean, back then, everybody wanted to kill each other.
1: So, one of the people that is there that day, that is very bored with the proceedings, is Ivar. Also known as... He's Ivar... I want to say he's Ivar Ragnarsson. Also known as Ivar the Boneless. Anyways. He and uh, Ragnar... hmm Kind of have this, like, little... Like, we're not going to say words, but we just got to look. We got to look that we just know.
0: Like you and me. What
1: we, what we mean here. So they just, like, they dip out into the back room. And then they come back, and Ivar's like, the boy is not for sale.
0: <laughs> the boy.
1: And Ragnar, like, cuffs him on the shoulder, and he's like, you're mine now, boy. I just bought you for your weight. I just bought you for my swords, weight, in silver. Mm-hmm. So he, tur- he turns Uhtred into a slave. And Uhtred's like, I'm honestly having more fun and enjoying my life now than the nine years of my father, who fucking hated kids. Yeah. So he does all this shit and whatnot. Well, then after all the raiding in Northumbria is done, Ragnar takes a piece of land for himself. They go there. Uhtred becomes friends with uh, Ragnar's youngest son, Rorik, mm-hmm. as well as his daughter, Thyra. Um, but Ragnar um, Uhtred starts fighting yeah. with these other kids. And one of the kids that would beat the shit out of him constantly was this boy named Sven. And Sven actually hated Rorik more than he hated Uhtred. He hated both of them, but... Uhtred and Rorik realized if we team up, we can beat the piss out of him together. Yeah. Even though he's a couple years older and a little bit bigger than us. Yeah. So, they move to this property. Uh, Ragnar's men move into lands close to him and one of his men is Kjartan. Kjartan was one of his shipmasters. Sven is Kjartan's son.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: One of the things that Uhtred and, and Rorik did to have fun was they would go up into the woods. They built a hall and they would be kings in the woods. And those two would fight over who would be king. But Ragnar's... Of their fake kingdom? Yes.
0: Okay. But Ra- so it
1: was like bridge to Terabithia. Kind of. Gotcha. But Ragnar's daughter, Thyra, was always the lady of the house. Aww. So while those two would be like, oh, I'm the lord today. Oh, no, I'm the lord today. And they had to like, play fight and shit like that. Thyra would spin Like, she would weave shit. Oh. Yeah. She would do what they referred to at the time as women's work. Gotcha. She would take care of the home, things like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're talking, this is 1867. Or 867 at this point. Not 1867. I was about to say. Though not much had really changed in that thousand years, honestly. Which is actually very
0: upsetting, (laughs) but that is a conversation for a different time, people.
1: Anyways. So one day, uh, Rorick and... Uhtred go up to their hall in the woods and they find it's been burned down and they're like and Uhtred's like what the fuck and Rourke's immediately like this is a fucking hall burning Utrud's like what is that Rourke explains to him that a hall burning is something that happens a lot in Denmark Mm -hmm. when you've got a rival or an enemy or something like that you sneak in in the night with your men you block all of the exits to the building and then you set the building on fire Mm -hmm. with everyone inside yep and if the people get out, you slaughter them. Yep.
0: You just wait at each exit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that's what Sven and his cronies, his followers, had done to their hall in the woods. Yeah. Um, so they build another one. And then Sven shows up again one day. But instead of having a wooden sword or a fake sword this day, he has a real sword. Mm-hmm. Which he attacks Rorik and Uhtred with. And those two run. They leave Thyra behind and they hear her scream. They go back. They follow, because apparently Sven was a large, uh, oomphy kind of child. They follow the tracks that he has left back to Kjartan's land. Mm -hmm. And they find that Sven has got Thyra tied to a tree. Mm -hmm. He strips off her top which the author even says there wasn't really anything to see since she was a a maiden of eight. But then Sven takes a step farther by taking down his pants and yelling at her, Touch it! Touch it! I won't hurt you if you touch it!
0: He seems very popular. (laughs) And like no issues at all. Like, very confident guy. you know. Sco-
1: Can you imagine like a 12-year-old dude or a 13-year-old dude screaming at this 8-year-old girl? Touch <laughs> it!
0: <laughs> He's just dangling. Touch it!
1: Well, he had left his sword leg on the ground, so Utred and Rorik see this. Mm. And Utred picks up the sword and starts running at Sven and goes, I'll touch it! <laughs> and swings the sword at his prick. That is a quote from. That is a verbatim quote. <laughs> I swung sweet. the sword at his prick.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that. That's so much fun. I so, wish I could have done that.
1: So he he misses. He he cuts Sven in the thigh. Rorik unties his sister Thyra. They put her top back on. They go home. Mm-hmm. Um, to say Ragnar was pissed
0: would be an understatement. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm just going to I'm just going to go ahead and read what it's got right here because so yes. Rorik, and Thyra escape back to Ragnar's hall. Ragnar, offended and deeply angry, goes to Kjartan and is like, what are we going to do about this? Because he he has two options. Mm-hmm. He can punish Fen. Ragnar can punish Fen mm-hmm. or they can throw down, I want to say it's hazel branches. So they carry Mm -hmm. hazel branches with them Mm -hmm. on this day. What they would do is they would make a square out of those hazel branches. Mm -hmm. And then Kjartan and Ragnar would fight to the death Mm -hmm. inside these hazel branches. Yeah. And Kjartan was like, I cannot beat Ragnar. Yeah. So Ragnar, being very pissed off, goes to Kjartan. Kjartan's like, My son's a good boy. And he's like, I would have words with your son. (laughs) So he brings... Karen goes back and gets, gets Sven because he doesn't want to fight Ragnar and the Hazel Branches. And Sven comes out and he's like, I'm sorry, Lord. I'm sorry, my Lord. Lord. My lord, pick number three, my lord. <laughs> pick number three, my lord. Pick <laughs> number three. That dude is the personification of Sven. <laughs> honest to God. Oh, that's the, hilarious. The dude from from the original Shrek that's holding up two fingers to Lord three, Farquaad. Three, saying, my lord. Pick number three, my lord. That is Sven. That is Sven to a fucking T. That's fantastic. Because he's kind of like big and burly, but uh-huh. he's just dumb as a box of rocks.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. fucking Sven. That makes sense. <laughs> So fucking funny.
1: Anyway, he um he gets Sven, and he's like, "Boy, is it true that you saw my daughter's nakedness and offended me with this?" And he's like, "It was only half naked, my lord."
0: My lord, it was only her
1: shirt. And Ragnar looks at utrid and he goes, "Is that true? Was it only half naked?" And he goes, yes, my lord. He he saw, he saw her breasteses. <laughs> That's not a quote. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a quote. <laughs> so Ragnar, at this point, has pulled out his sword. He flips it in the air. Catches it by the hilt with the blade pointing backwards and goes, oh. Then it's only half a punishment. And uses the pommel of his sword to... He basically takes the pommel of his sword, and makes Sven's eye pop like a balloon.
0: Oh, that's fantastic!
1: Yes, yeah. He's, as they say in the book, he squishes his eye like jelly.
0: Oh, that's fantastic!
1: Yeah, yeah. So then, from then on, he would be known as Sven (laughs) One-Eyed.
0: He deserves it.
1: Yes. On top of that. Ragnar banishes Kjartan, Sven, and Kjartan's entire family from his lands and from his service. So that happens. Um, so Uhtred goes along with uh, Ragnar after that, as they, as Ragnar and his men along with some other Danes, mm-hmm. go Viking. And they are called Vikings when they're raiding only. If they're not raiding, they're Danes. If they're okay. raiding, they're Vikings. Yeah. So they go Viking across East Anglia, which is a section of um, Eastern England. That's the country I was thinking of there for gotcha. a second. You got it. I believe yeah. in you. Yeah. It's, uh, it's near, like, I guess it's kind of near Middlesex, 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 Mercia, Mm kind of close to Kent. Gotcha. Yeah. So, they go there and as well as participate in the conquests of Mercia and the invasion of Wessex. This makes no fucking sense. I'm looking at the wrong fucking thing here I do apologize um here we go over the next several years Uhtred campaigns with the invading Danes as the roving battle-hardened army invades and then occupies the kingdoms of Mercia and East Anglia one by one leaving only the southern kingdom of Wessex under the control of Alfred Alfred was actually a pretty good king. And mm-hmm. that's actually one of the reasons why this is called the... One of the, the reasons this book and the show is called The Last Kingdom. Because the last kingdom that is left without Danish rule is Wessex. Gotcha. Yes. I mean, I guess you could kind of say, like, oh, well, there was Wales, and there was there was Scotland, or Alba, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And there, there was mm-hmm. Cornwallum, and, and all that good shit. No. Wessex is the last English kingdom. So, uh, it is during this time that Utrid learns that his uncle Eofric Elf- has usurped the throne of Northumbria. Eofric has married Utrid's stepmother and plans to have a son. Utrid vows to return to Bebenberg and settle the score. Uh, the Danish are bloodthirsty and ruthless in their occupations salvaged savaging towns emptying monasteries pillaging farms and torturing those who refuse to refuse to accept danish command and especially torturing christian priests like you yeah the fa- father brandon would not have been in a good time like this
0: father brandon would be shot
1: but i would have been a lot like father Pierleg. That's what I think, at least. I probably wouldn't have been. But I would. I like to think that I would have been. I would have been a warrior that became a priest late in life.
0: You are a minister late in life. Father. Son of the Holy Spirit.
1: Father, Son, Mouth of the River. God
0: damn you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. It's the
1: Universal Life Church. I can say shit like that if I want to.
0: That is true. Nobody's going <laughs> to stop you. They, they have no Bible.
1: <laughs> you know who's especially not going to stop me? The mouth of the river.
0: <laughs> I swear to God. You know, one of these days, I'm going to throw you into a mouth of a river and just watch you be taken down by a huge shark. I don't even know. I'm just going to do it.
1: What are they, bull sharks? Yeah. They're like estuaries like that? Yeah. You know what an estuary? Is? No. it's where the fresh and the salt water combine <laughs> yeah it's like they're docking
0: have you seen that this is so off the books have you seen that photo of the ocean where it's like this yes. water meets this water and they yeah. don't mix yeah that's at least weird for like
1: the colors are like yeah they're, right they're like up together yeah can we talk about how your sister had to google what pegging was earlier
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, we can, and I would love to get into it, so she thought Pegging was when you slap somebody on the bum bum
1: <laughs> It's like, well, you're in the right area
0: she was I mean it, it's it was not that no, and <laughs> her face when she finally got it
1: she's like, "Oh, oh oh, oh. so weird. <sighs> Oh, she is autistic, so...
0: I just don't know how we got into that conversation earlier, but, you know, to each their own.
1: Um, I think we were talking about you possibly pecking Chase. He
0: Uh, was a frat boy. Oh, no, he was a fuck boy. Fuck boy. Yeah. And a frat boy. Listen. I would just love to put him in his place by pegging him. I find that funny as shit.
1: I know what a fuckboy is because I was a fuckboy. I was king of the fuckboys at one point, okay? you're
0: giving yourself a little bit too much credit, but, like, I'll allow it.
1: Um, darling, if only you would have known me back in the day.
0: I feel like I, I did.
1: No, you definitely did not want to. We wouldn't have been friends now probably not brandon probably not that's why i had to work my way back in your sister's graces
0: that makes sense makes a lot of sense
1: where the fuck was i ah here we go (laughs) (laughs) anyways since we've now gone well off the fucking books yep we are back to the last kingdom the danish are bloodthirsty in war and ruthless in their occupation savaging towns, emptying monasteries, pillaging farms, and torturing those who refuse to accept Danish command. Uhtred, for his part, is never entirely sure who who he is or which side he is on, because he's a Saxon of Northumbria, raised by Saxons for nine years, but then taken in by Danes. And he loves the Danes. He worships their gods. He likes their rules. He doesn't like these Christian Bucks. That was a bit extreme. Well. But I'll allow it. I'm not bashing on anyone's religion, but he didn't like them. And there are a lot of times in this in this book series where I'm like, these fucking like priests and bishops and shit are doing way too much with shit that they don't fucking know a thing about.
0: That is true. I mean, if you're gonna be doing something, I mean don't 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 be stupid.
1: Exactly. But one thing he is certain about is how he relishes the adrenaline rush of battle. And he talks about this a lot. Like mm-hmm. how the, there's a joy of battle that he, en- like, he really loves. Like yeah. there's, there's this kind of euphoria that comes over him mm-hmm. while he's doing this type of thing. Um and it's something that that he finds out. I mean, he even say earlier like after he kills his first man, he's like he's like a note. Start your killers young because then it won't they won't feel guilty about it later in life. Yeah. Cuz he's like 12 years old the first time he kills someone. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's you know, it's a viking way. Mhm. It's a viking way. That's why we're drinking ale while we do this because Agreed. we're vikings right now. Yeah. Yeah. So. Ho oh. ho. <laughs> despite his age, he quickly earns a reputation as a fierce fighter. His position, however, is significantly compromised when Kjartan returns and sets a fire to Ragnar's Great Hall. How we talked about hall burning earlier. Mm-hmm. This is what Kjartan does to Ragnar. Yeah everyone dies the only person that doesn't die is Ragnar the Younger which is Ragnar's oldest son whose name is Ragnar Ragnarsson
0: I'm not I'm not laughing
1: Ragnar the Fearless was Ragnar Ravenson
0: now I'm laughing (laughs) that's
1: a shit name yeah because his father was was Robin
0: that's a shit name to have
1: so just just think of this. If you there, it's interesting that in that that how they named people in that day and age. Mm-hmm. If it was still that that way now, I'd be Brandon Jameson. Because my father is James.
0: But wouldn't it be your father's father, 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 father's?
1: No. So you just like, go
0: by your own father?
1: Like with Ragnar the Fearless
0: Mm-hmm. ragnar the
1: elder he was ragnar raven's son because his father was raven mm-hmm. but his oldest son ragnar mm-hmm. was ragnar ragnarsson because ragnar's father's name was ragnar
0: so you take the first name of your
1: of your father yeah so like it wouldn't for you it wouldn't be your grandfather it'd be your father okay and like for your children it wouldn't be your father's name or your husband's father's name it would be your husband's name
0: gotcha
1: like with my children it would be brandonson or brandon doter
0: (laughs) gotcha yeah i'm here i'm living
1: you honestly you know what's really like it helped me understand this concept Mm -hmm. crusader kings three True. <laughs> true. Yep. I love that game and your sister fucking hates it so much when I play it.
0: Well, maybe because you play it at like 3 a.m. I can
1: sleeping. No, it's because I can lose myself in it for seven hours at a time. That is true. The game starts in 769 and doesn't end until 1400 some. I can go through like eight generations of a family.
0: That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I could go through infinite amount of generations in Sims Four.
1: So Yeah, but are you really gonna put that much time into it?
0: Fuck yeah I am. Are you? Yeah, you just use the age up cheat.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because 'cause we've talked about this. We're technic when it comes to the two of us, when it comes to Sims, we're not really players. We're designers.
0: Yeah, and I use the cheats to get my sims where they need to be in life, and then I let them go.
1: Oh, you gotta check out the murder mod and the drugs mod.
0: You know what I love? I love putting them in a room.
1: And then deleting the door. Mm-hmm. That's literally the equivalent of putting them in a swimming pool and deleting the fucking ladders.
0: No, they, they can get out now without a ladder. Yeah. Yeah, they did that because I think they realized how many people were killing their fucking sims. So now you don't need a ladder at all. They just come off the side.
1: Mm. Like they just... See, I feel like this is one of the reasons why I like the murder mod. Because then you can make your sim into a serial killer.
0: That is true. I also love making my women whores and my men whores. I like seeing, especially with the men, because they don't, the the kid doesn't have to live with you, whereas, like, the woman, it does. So, like, I like to see how many kids can my guy have from a young adult to elder before he dies.
1: Oh, I really like getting bastards in Crusader Kings 3. Mm. And then, like, I'll, like, not really fuck with my kids, but, like, I'll fuck with the bastard. And then (laughs) when it gets to that time, I'll, like not disinherit them but i guess inherit them uh-huh and then they can become my heir
0: so you treat them like shit just to give them everything
1: no i treat my kids like shit so i can give my bastard everything oh i got that <laughs> totally wrong
0: i was like you treat the bastard like shit just to give
1: him everything it's even it's even funnier when like i'll take my my dude and i'll marry him to like his sister <laughs> but then I'll have him take like a concubine too.
0: <laughs> I tried So like the biological
1: kids are real all fucked up because they're inbred because you yeah. can get like the weird you Faces. can get these weird fucking like traits and shit from it. But then like, the pastures <laughs> are like completely normal. So I, <laughs> So I <laughs>
0: I had I had my one sim. Um she's the they were it was like three generations living in in one household and I had the daughter not the granddaughter but the daughter was dating this guy who was elder because I find that funny like sugar daddy so she got pregnant from him and then I made the mom because she's a bitch I made her a bitch I made the mom get pregnant from the same man so they were both in the same household pregnant with the same baby with the same from the same man and they hated each other i just found that so fun i love starting drama
1: see this is why i feel like you would like crusader kings because the newest one crusader kings 3 is they say it's like sims Mm -hmm. with a strategy aspect thrown into it very true so let's get back to this yep um so ragnar gets killed ragnar's entire family outside of ragnar the younger gets killed Thyra gets taken by Sven basically as a slave. Utrid survives. He actually watches it all happen with his companion and lover at the time Breda. who he he was not trying to breed with Brida. Gotcha. Yeah. Um so Utrid understands Kiartan will be looking to kill him as well. Determined to survive Uhtred abandons the Danes and joins Alfred in Wessex and pledges fealty to the Saxon king. In return for the king's support Uhtred takes a Saxon wife, learns to read and write, important virtues for the scholarly Alfred.
0: You said read and write.
1: Yeah, he's white. <laughs> read and write. Weed and white. He likes to weed and white. <laughs> he
0: likes to weed and white.
1: And re-embraces Christianity and renounces the pagan gods. Even though he still wears a hammer of Thor instead of a cross.
0: Well, he's all sorts of fucked up. He needs to figure out his shit.
1: Oh, uh, trust me, I'm nine books in and he still hasn't figured it out.
0: Well, that's on him. Okay, there's there's only so much you can do to help him.
1: I'm aware. The odds of defeating the Danes, however, look unpromising. The Saxons are outgunned, outmanned, and outnumbered, and outplanted. However, they attack in a long and tense siege against the Danes, who are under the command of Guthrum, nicknamed the Unlucky. So, Guthrum the Unlucky. The siege ends with a tentative treaty signed on the cusp of a long and difficult winter that provides a, for a dual occupation, ceding part of the island nation to the Danes. As part of the treaty, a number of prominent Saxons, among them Utred, are taken as hostage, hostages. But once the, the spring arrives, the Danes break the treaty. The wily Uhtred manages to escape even as the Danes, under the command of the ruthless warlord Uba Lothbrookson, begin to systematically kill all the Saxon hostages. So the reason that he is able to escape this, he is the only Saxon hostage that survives. Hmm. And one of the reasons for that is one of the Danish earls Mm -hmm. that is there is Ragnar. Ah. And Ragnar sees... Like, Ragnar met Uhtred when he was younger. Mm-hmm. Uhtred was, like, 10 or 11. Ragnar was, like, 19. So he's, he's like, 10 years older than that. Yeah. Him. But Ragnar met Uhtred and immediately took to him. He was like, my father has brought him in. My father's got a great judge of character. He treats him as if he's his third son. Mm-hmm. So Ragnar always, like, in until he... Inevitably inevitably passes away, treats Utrid like a brother. Yeah. And Utred always thinks of Ragnar like a brother. They're they're always saying, Utred, like I've got my friend Ragnar, who's not really my friend, but I love him like a brother. Yeah. So Ragnar and all of Ragnar's men step up to defend Utrid when they're starting to kill these Saxon hostages. So that's how he makes it out of this. Gotcha the Saxon army is now in disarray Alfred a king in name only begins to works to bring his ragged troops together Uh, the stage is set for what will be known to historians of the Battle of it in which despite the odds the ragtag Saxons rally and defeat a much larger Danish army through the wily chess moves of Alfred himself during the bloody battle, Utrid distinguishes himself, slaying dozens of Danes. Then in a dramatic sword showdown, Utred kills Uba himself. And one of the things he'd been told early in this book by Raven, once he became Raven's eyes, was when it comes to Uba Lothbrookson, you never fight him. He will only fight someone or fight a battle
0: mm-hmm.
1: when the rune sticks. Fall in his favor. So gotcha. one, of the, one of the things that they would do is they would take these sticks that, I mean, it was literally a bundle of sticks and they would drop them and whoever did it was able to interpret how they fell as this is a, a message from the gods. Mm-hmm. And Raven was like, do not fight someone that believes this much in their God. They are fucking crazy, basically. But he ends up fighting Uba. He kills Uba. After the battle is done, with Wessex once again under Alfred's control, Utrid vows to return to Northumbria and reclaim his rightful title. Damn. And that is the end of the first book in this.
0: It was a short book.
1: It was a very short book. The second book in this is like 13 or 14 hours long.
0: Holy shit. And you meet
1: one of my favorite characters from this series. Damn. Oh, yeah. Finn. I'm going to say this. If you start watching The Last Kingdom, you are going to fucking love Finnan. Okay. How lot? He's a wily little Irishman that is deadly as fuck.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I, I liked it so far. Yeah. I got in- I'm in the first part, which sounds terrible. Yeah. But I'm in the first part of it. Um, after the... The like prologue and stuff.
1: If you're not used to the Anglo-Saxon names and things like that, like it can be a lot. Yeah. It can be a lot. Yeah.
0: But it was. It's again good so far. I'm definitely gonna finish it probably this weekend, depending on what I'm doing.
1: Yes. If if I will say this, if you don't, if you listen to this and you've gotten this far and you don't want to read the book, check out the Netflix series. Yeah. It's an excellent, excellent series. The final season just came out. I think they're working on a movie right now to kind of tie it all together at the mm-hmm. end. Um, the books are drastically different than the show, but the show is excellent. It's one of my favorite shows on Netflix. The mm-hmm. only show that passes it is Peaky Blinders. Really? Oh, Peaky Blinders is so fucking good.
0: It's been on my uh, like to be watch list for like, the, like, the longest ev- le- ever, and I've never sat down to actually watch it
1: what peaky yes i'll have oh, to watch it today then. yeah the last season of peaky blinders just came out and i told i told your sister i was like i gotta restart like this yeah. series because the, the fifth season came out like two years ago
0: well um i'm excited it's coming out pretty soon i'm blanking on which day i think it's the 22nd actually of, of this month um next the, wednesday yeah the third season of umbrella academy never watched that show <sighs> that one gets me i love the umbrella academy that one it, it's interesting it's a very interesting it, it was comic books mhm so now it's now it's a comic show. books
1: or graphic novels because there is a difference well
0: i think i think it was comic books
1: mhm
0: but it, it's fantastic and and the the people that they have for the for each character is phenomenal yeah. so you'd have to watch that too
1: that's the that comes out the day after the 12th and final book mm-hmm. of the Arfrita series comes out. I'm so excited, but so sad at the same time. Yeah, I love that series so much. Yeah, the second season of the anime was really fucking good. I was so sad; it was only twelve episodes.
0: I'm getting annoyed with two of my my girls, um, Jennifer Armentrout, mm-hmm. for the From Blood and Ash series, yes. and Sarah J. Maas from court of thorns and roses series okay because they both are now going for these like stories that happen beforehand before they're they're doing prequels prequels but it's either prequels or sarah j moss is doing from a whole different point of view so it's not from the same two you know, it's not mm. from the same character that you've read for four books in a row. Now right. it's a different person. So, I mean, it's still the same family and it's still whatever. But it's like, I I love their writing. Their writing is still very good no matter which book it is and which person you're reading it from. But I just, I can't wait for them to go back to the original characters and make mm-hmm. that next book. But they're focusing on these prequels or anything like that first. So, we'll we'll see. We'll see how it goes.
1: That's like, I need Atlas Kane to get on his shit and get out the, um, the, the audio books for the sixth and seventh books in his series, which, which is, um, the towers of Acalia. Yeah. I love the towers of Acalia. Like Mm -hmm. that is an excellent series, like series. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But what would you rate this book?
1: Um... Hmm. I would give this probably a 4.4. 4. Hmm. A 4.4. 4.
0: For right now, I think there are so many other books that we've already discussed that I think are already in the high fours to mid fours. So I want to give this like a 3.8. Okay. But that's also because I haven't
1: finished. I think it also has to do with the fact that I'm very far into this series. Yeah. And I've watched the show on, on Netflix. Like, I'm very <laughs> into this series. Agreed. I'm very into this series, like, mm-hmm. like, yeah. So I, th- I think that's part of the reason for my my rating. So, yeah. shout outs for the week.
0: I'm gonna shout out Kelly because she's been feeling a little, little down. Shouts to you, Kels. She's been feeling a little sicky sick this week, so bottoms up. Yep. So hopefully we can get her all uh, fixed up and, and good to go. One for my homies. Oh yeah. So shout out to Kels because
1: she's the best. I'm going to give a shout out to my Ghost League foursome, which is Jeffrey, a.k.a. El Jefe. Gotcha. Jacob mm-hmm. and Andrus. Gotcha. A.k.a. Andy. Gotcha. A.k.a. Curly-headed fuck.
0: A.k.a. A.k.a.
1: The Jew. Annoying. Oh yeah, let's go with that.
0: Yeah, that that seems better.
1: <laughs> he does look like a Jew though. No, the former Mormon, the artist <laughs> formerly known as a Mormon. Jesus <laughs> be! <laughs> but he does though. A little bit. yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I'll also give a shout out to my parents this week because they're out of town and we're shooting this at my fucking kitchen table right now.
0: Whoop whoop! Thank you, Lisa and Jim. Yeah, Jim and Lisa. <clears throat> that was disgusting.
1: I feel like that was appropriate for the end of this episode.
0: I might keep it. <laughs> you should. <laughs> I feel like I should. <laughs> that was pretty loud. What you
1: What you need to do is just take a, snip of a snippet of that and just place it throughout the show at the end of every episode. No. that's what it ends with. <laughs> no, no, I
0: vetoed that decision as as the person who edits all these. I veto that decision. Have
1: you ever listened to an episode of the Mr. Irrelevant show? Not Granted, one we bit. haven't put out an episode in a month and a half. Yeah, almost two not, months. Not, not one single one. We end we end every episode with a moo cow. It's just a cow going... We're not doing that. And then it's done. We're, we're not starting that. It also sounds like Japanese music at the beginning.
0: We're, we're not starting that.
1: Anyways, I'm a ninja. <laughs> I just got ordained. I will do your wedding. I will do your, your vows. <laughs> fuck i'll do your bar mitzvah i don't give a fuck just let me know <laughs> hit us up at the off the books podcast on instagram i think we've even got a tiktok page we do it's off the books podcast as well yep um follow me on instagram at mr humerick you can find us on facebook at off the books podcast i am on tiktok at i'm Artorious. You can find Taylor on Instagram at tcoff99, taylorkoff99. Tcoff. No,
0: Tay? Taycoff? Taylorkoff99.
1: Yeah. 99! 99! You can also find her on the Tick and Talks at... Taylor K Graphics. Taylor K Graphics. It was
0: supposed to be my photography page, and then I merged it with my personal...
1: Okay. So. So, follow us, like us, rate us, share us. Let everyone know. Yeah, we're a worldwide phenomenon. Are we? We are. We're pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. We're uh, we're prestige worldwide. <gasps>
0: prestige worldwide, wide,
1: wide. Boats the and hoes. The first word boats and to and entertainment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get down with the
1: boats and hoes.
0: The Santa Maria. I'll do you in the bottom while you drink sangria. Nachos, lemon heads, my dad's boat. he won't go down because my
1: dick can float.
0: Damn, I'm good. Oh, that was great. That was a great way to end this. Who's,
1: who's boys, who's driving the boat? Dad, just watch. Watch, just watch. watch. Dad, Boys, who's driving, driving the, the boat? boat? Just, dad, just watch, watch. it. Just watch
0: <laughs> it. My boat. <laughs>
1: Well <laughs> on that note <laughs> that is all for this week. Have you decided on your book for next week?
0: I think I'm gonna do A Kingdom of Flesh and Fire, which is the second book in um from Blood and Ash.
1: Oh, sounds hot.
0: It is. It gets spicy and I am very excited.
1: Oh, I was talking about the fire, but okay.
0: That too. <laughs> that too. Sploosh. It's a great it's Mm, you're not even ready for the
1: fourth book in that series. I just expect to be at half-mast at that point, but okay. That's all for this week. I am your holiness, the father, Brandon Humerick.
0: And I am the not-holy, Taylor Kaufman.
1: Well, you're holy, but not that kind of holy. You're like Swiss cheese. Are you telling people I'm a
0: whore?
1: No, I'm just saying you got shit going on.
0: That is true.
1: There's holes in the personality.
0: Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the person, just the personality. And
1: like I have been saying all episode, just remember, folks out there listening, to go with the Father, the Son, and the mouth of the river. God Amen. Man. Jesus Christ. We will see you next week. Thank you for <laughs> listening. And remember to keep that shit off the books. Keep it off the books. And to go with the father, the son, and the mouth of the river. Bye, guys. (laughs) I love all of you. (laughs) Goodbye. Until next time.